All right, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Not Giving a Puck with your host, Nick Scordino. So today, we have quite a bit of news that has come out uh, this week in regards to uh, the NHL. We have some, you know, star players missing some time, uh, some retirements. Nathan McKinnon received a massive pay bump. Um, and a whole bunch of ratings for the upcoming NHL 23 have come out, so we are definitely going to be diving into that also. Um, don't forget to check out all of the other amazing podcasts here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network, and um, also the uh, guys, Chris and Dave, have started doing um, working with Mojo, which is a uh, kind of like a sports um, stock app, which... Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, highly recommend to go check it out. Um, and yeah, so before we dive into everything that I have going on for you guys today, let's do a short little break uh, so you can listen to some of our great um, sponsors that we have here on the Child Sports Podcast Network. So with that being said, we'll be right back. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100 hundred dollars check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website absolute-eyewear.com tell them chop sports Sturch sent you what's going on ladies and gents of chop sports it's your boy Sturch again and today i want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor and that's the fusco insurance agency michael fusco has partnered up with chop sports and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer the Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, tax preparation and planning, bookkeeping, payroll, retirement planning, insurance, asset protection, and even life settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. So let's just start diving straight into the NHL news. So the Vegas Golden Knights have announced that uh, center Nolan Patrick will miss the entire 2022-2023 season. Uh, he's played tw- He played 25 games for the Knights last season. Uh, he had two goals, five assists, and he missed significant time due to a upper body injury uh, in the season and a uh, concussion that was uh, suffered in February. So his last game was played on March 24th. He's currently in the last year of his contract and is a restricted free agent next summer. Uh, so pretty much, since he's taken number two overall in the 2017 NHL draft by the Flyers, he has not really amounted to much. Um, he was a part of the trade that 
got the Flyers' um, Ryan Ellis, who we are also going to be talking about later uh, in this episode. But, you know, Vegas took a chance on him, and it just uh, it has not worked out very well for him. I mean, you know, they just got to figure out some sort of way to get it to work, and it does not look like that's going to be happening anytime soon with Vegas and him. So I think Vegas is just kind of going to let this contract roll out and let him become a free agent and hope that somebody picks him up because I don't think they're going to re-sign him at all. Uh, he has not done much, and nor do I think he really has much value to really any team anymore. He's just a 24-year-old center should not be having this many issues, but you know, it's hockey, and sometimes, you know, you can't get over that uh, adjustment period of playing in the NHL, and that, you know, it's as simple as that, really. Uh, Continuing, we're going to Patrick's old team, the Philadelphia Flyers, and the the Flyers are assuming that uh, defenseman Ryan Ellis will be out for the season because of a back injury. So there's really no timetable for him at all, really, at this point. Um, he played four games for the Flyers last season uh, after coming over in the trade with Nolan Patrick from the National Predators. It was a three, three-way three deal. And, yeah, I mean, the Flyers have just been – it has not been good for them at all. Uh, pretty much everything that could have went wrong has gone wrong – and and some. I mean, it, it has been a fucking dumpster fire. Uh, there, that's the the nicest fucking way for me to say any of that. But <laughs> I mean, it has just been a fucking dumpster fire. They have not fucking really done anything, and it's it sucks for you know the city of Philadelphia. But I mean, you know, you go get this guy Ryan Ellis. He's a great defenseman, but he has been out with a back injury since last season, and they just don't know what to do what to do with it and they got to figure figure this shit out real quick uh, i mean you, you have to you know you're paying the guy a decent amount and he's supposed to be one of your better defensemen so i i don't see i don't understand how that they're not talking to the player to do anything with this and i don't know i don't know what chuck fletcher's plan is uh, i don't think anybody knows what chuck fletcher's plan is so yeah, I guess we'll see just what happens with that. I mean, his status could change as time goes on, but we'll never know. So now we have some rumors going around about Patrick Kane. So there are trade rumors, and he pretty much stated that these trade rumors are just rumors, that there's nothing concrete. He's entering the final season of his eight-year, $84 million contract, and... Chicago is in a, uh, you know, very interesting rebuild, to say the least. And you got to think that they're going to be thinking about moving him and Jonathan Taves, which is really weird because, you know, they have been two great players for that team and franchise. But, I mean, you got to figure something out. And I think that they're going to, uh, I think he's going to get moved. I really do. I think he's going to get moved before the season starts or halfway through the season when Chicago is at the bottom of the fucking table. But 
yeah, I, I genuinely think he's going to get moved. And I know he's just saying these rumors are rumors, and he probably wants to be a Blackhawk for the rest of it, for this final season and then leave in free agency. But, yeah, uh, I mean, it's – I appreciate him coming out saying, you know, that there is just – these are just rumors. There's nothing concrete. I'm not, you know, coming out here saying I want to be traded, things like that. Good for him. Good for him for being, you know, a team player. But behind closed doors is definitely uh, – there's definitely some talks going on about moving him and uh, potentially moving Jonathan Taves as well. So now uh, in different news, we have um, the former Nashville Predators goalie, uh, Pekka has joined the Predators as a special alumni advisor. So congratulations to him. That's uh, really cool. He was a fantastic goalie for them uh, and for the franchise. And I mean, you know, he had a great career with them. He played um, 683 games, and uh, he had over 17,000 saves. So, And he was also a, the 2018 uh, Vezina Trophy winner. So, yeah, you know, he had a fantastic career. And cool to see him, you know, join uh, one of the teams that he uh, joined the team that he helped a lot, uh, you know, in a front office role. So... Um, continuing Dallas, uh, the Dallas stars are not, are opening camp up without Jason Robertson signed. So Jason Robertson was, uh, one of the top scorers on the team and they still have not agreed to a uh, contract with him. So this is kind of getting interesting now because they could lose a 40, uh, 40 goal scorer because he is a restricted free agent and they have not agreed on a new contract. So uh, Jim Neal has stated that they have, uh, you know, have had very good discussions, but has not stated what is keeping them from reaching a deal. And yeah, I, I think I don't think they have the money to sign them. Uh, after signing Jake Ottinger to that contract that we talked about uh, last week or the week before, I, they don't have a lot of money left. They don't have a lot of cap space left, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what Dallas does really with this team because. You don't want to lose a guy like Jason Robertson, especially for free. So they're going to try to do everything in their ability to get him signed to a contract. But if I'm Robertson, I don't, I don't take a cheap deal just to stay there. I, I, they need to try to work something out because he's been a electric player for them, and I think he kind of holds the, uh, you know, holds part of the cards in that in that sense. So. I apologize, that was my Apple Watch going off, so you may hear that every once in a while, but yeah, <clears throat> just started wearing that again. <laughs> again. Um, now, we are getting to the two retirements, so P.K. Subban uh, has announced his retirement. Uh, yeah, you know, kind of bittersweet for him. I, I still genuinely think he could have played on a team, but... So he suited up for 834 uh, career games, 115 goals, 467 points. And, you know, I, I feel like a lot of this hinges on what would have happened had he stayed in Montreal and didn't move to Nashville. I think he generally could have helped Montreal uh, a lot, but he also did help Nashville a lot. And uh, when he was at the Devils, um, you know, it wasn't great, but the Devils – you know, took a chance on him, and I mean, that's really all you can ask for for your uh, team to do, and eh, it 
it is what it is. But you know, congratulations to him for starting you know the next chapter of his career. And he, uh, I, you know, he has done some uh, commentating and stuff uh, and such on ESPN. So you know, uh, good for him for kind of jump starting it. But yeah, you know, he did pretty good at it. So I'm sure he won't. He'll have some new work to do uh, fairly soon. Uh, continuing with the with the retirements, uh, so Daniel Char retired from the NHL and he signed a one day deal with the Boston Bruins to retire a Bruins. So you know, congratulations to him as well. You know, he played. Um, he finished with 209 goals, 680 points in 1,680 games over 24 seasons with the. Islanders, Senators, Bruins, and Capitals. Um, he retur- uh, returned to the Islanders uh, for last season, but uh, you know he only scored twice and had 14 points while uh, averaging 19 minutes of ice time over 44 games. So, you know he was the tallest player in NHL history, and I mean, goddamn, he was a fucking unit. Uh, it was you know he, well, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure he ended some people's careers, but some of the some of the hits that he made were just unbelievable, man. I mean, if you look those up, they're scary. I mean, he straight up almost killed a few people because of how hard he hit them. So, you know, congratulations to him. And, you know, he wanted to retire with the team that, uh, you know, he did the most with. So, Boston, you know, cool to see him retire with Boston. But, you know, strange to not see it's going to be weird not seeing Zidane Chara uh, this season. But, you know, sometimes you know when to call it quits. And, you know, he is 45 years old, so it's very tough to continue playing at the uh, type of level that you would need to play in today's NHL. So, yeah, not much you can really do about that. But, you know, congratulations to him and PK on, uh, you know, their careers and, the chapters, the chapter that they're uh, starting this uh, upcoming year for what they're going to do with life after hockey. Um, continuing forward, uh, Gabriel Landeskog, Landeskog is expected to is not expected to be ready for the start of the season for the Avalanche because of a lower body injury. So he missed uh, the final twenty three games last season because he had a knee surgery, but he was able to return to the Stanley Cup playoffs and ultimately win a uh, Stanley Cup final. Uh, or not the, They won the Stanley Cup final, but ended up winning a Stanley Cup. So congratulations to him uh, you know, and the entire uh, Colorado Avalanche. I don't know if I did. I don't know if I did that. That was kind of weird that I had just said that. But, uh, you know, it sucks. He, uh, he's been dealing with the same injury and, you know, Jared Bentner is Bentner is not gonna you know rush him back, which is good because he's been a very he's been a fantastic captain for them, and you don't want to lose somebody like that um, in the beginning. So, continuing forward, the new captain of the Montreal Canadiens, Nick Suzuki, will be out two weeks with a lower body injury. Um, you know, unfortunate to see that, but at least he's only out two weeks, and it's the beginning of the season. So, hopefully, he can you know get healthy and be ready and prepared for uh, the upcoming season for the Canadians. Now, going into arguably one of the biggest pieces of news to come out this year has been Nathan McKinnon signing an eight-year contract with the Colorado Avalanche. So, 
I mean, his stats really speak for themselves. Last season, uh, you know, 65 games played, 32 goals, 56 assists, 88 points, had a plus-minus of 22. Um, I, he just absolutely killed it for the for the Colorado Avalanche. I mean, shit. <laughs> Not much you can really say about that. He was a fantastic player for them and really helped them win. So he had one season remaining in his seven-year deal that he signed uh, in July of 2016 and he could have become an unrestricted free agent this year but ends up signing this deal so um he now is the highest paid player in the nhl at 12.6 aav uh 85.34 million of this 100.8 million dollar deal will be paid out as signing bonuses and he'll be 36 years old at the end of the contract so good for um colorado i mean it's a great deal and hey, Connor McDavid, you are now no longer the highest paid player in the NHL. So <laughs> it's just fucking insane. I mean, there's really not much else to, to talk about with that. Uh, you know, congratulations to McKinnon for getting the bag. I mean, he deserves it. Helped help Colorado win that championship, and you know. <laughs> So, congratulations to him on signing that deal. Uh, he's easily my favorite player that's not a devil. Um, I've always enjoyed his style of play, the grittiness he has, uh, he brings to the ice. So, yeah, I mean, good for him. Good deal for Colorado, locking up one of their stars long term. And, you know, we'll see what happens when he's 36 and this deal is up or if he gets moved way before then. So, now into the NHL ratings. So uh, we've got the top 10 centers, the top 10 players under 23, the top 10 right wings, the top 10 left wings, top 10 left defensemen, and the top 10 right defensemen. So starting with the top 10 centers, Connor McDavid, obviously 95, Austin Matthews, 94. Uh, easily, you know, one and two, no doubt, no, you know, if, ends, or buts about that one. Uh, I can't really, you know, you can't really say anything about that. <laughs> They're two fantastic players. And then obviously underneath them at number three is Nathan McKinnon at 94. He's technically there's a tie for two because him and Austin Matthews are both 94 overall. So continuing is uh, Leon Dreisaitl at a 93. So Connor McDavid's teammate. Sidney Crosby is a 93. Alexander Barkov is a 92. Steven Stamkos is a 90. Evgeny Malkin's a 90. Sebastian Ajo's an 89. And Patrice Bergeron's an 89. So, uh, honestly, I really don't have any issues with that list. Uh, maybe I think Stamkos could have been up a rating or two. I think he's still playing at an unbelievable level. But, yeah, uh, good on uh, everything else. And yeah, I, I agree. I agree with those center ratings. I don't have any issues with that. So now back to the top ten uh, under twenty-three. Uh, Andrei Svechnikov is an eighty-eight. Rasmus Dahlin uh, is an eighty-eight. Trevor Zegers eighty-seven. Jack Hughes eighty-seven. Moritz Seider eighty-seven. Bowen Byram eighty-five. Tim Stutzla eighty-five. Spencer Knight eighty-four. Noah Dobson eighty-four. Cole Caulfield eighty-four. Uh, this one I do have some issues with. Uh, Cider, Jack Hughes, Zegris, good with uh, Dahlin, fine. Svechnikov, I think, could at least be an 89. Stutzla and Bowen Byram, I think it could be higher than an 85. But Spencer Knight, Dobson, and Cole Caulfield, I'm, I think I'm okay with. But 
you know, I, I think Bowen Byram is a absolute stud defenseman, and I think he should be higher rated than 85. And Stutzla is a very electric player for Ottawa, and I think he should also be higher than 85. Um, <clears throat> so now we have the top 10 right wings. So number one, Patrick Kane at a 93. Number two, Nikita Kucherov, 92. Uh, Patrick Kane's a 93. I think I said that. But Patrick Kane, 93. Kucherov, 92. Mika Rantanen, 91. David Pasternak, 91. Mitch Marner, 90. Alex Dabrinka, 89. Mark Stone, 89. Andrei Svechnikov, 88. Vladimir Tarasenko, 88. And Jordan Kyrou, 87. So, yeah, I don't really have, uh, like, the centers. I don't really have any issues with this. Um, Patrick Kane, still an elite winger. Kucherov, still a fantastic right winger as well. And Mika Rantanen is... A Stanley Cup champion. I, I think Rantanen should also be a 92. Uh, other than that, I don't have any issues. It's just really funny seeing Kane and Debrinket on this list because they are now playing for different teams. But uh, yeah, I, I think um, I think it's pretty fair. I don't really have any issues with that list, to be honest. Uh, top ten left wings: uh, Jonathan Huberto at 92, Artemi Panarin 92, Alexander. Ovechkin, 92. Brad Marchand at a 91. Kirill the Thrill Kaprizov at a 91. Johnny Gaudreau at a 90. Matthew Kachuk at a 90. Kyle Connor at a 90. Gabriel Landeskog, 89. Philip Forsberg, 89. Yeah, uh, no no real issues with that one. I, I think it just think doesn't make any sense. EA is so much better at rating hockey players than they are at rating fucking uh Soccer players in FIFA and like Madden players. Uh, these are pretty, these are all pretty fair ratings, except for maybe a few of them. Like I think Landis Cox should be at least a ninety. Um, you know, I think I don't really think I think Brad Marchand should be an eighty nine. If I'm being honest, and that could just be me, me being biased that I don't like him, but uh, you know that that that's just how I feel. Uh, Panarin, Huberto, I agree with those two hundred percent. Same with Ovechkin. But, yeah. Uh, continuing, so now we just got the defensemen. So, uh, the left defenseman, we have Roman Yossi at a 93, Victor Hedman 93, Devin Taves 88, Morgan Riley 88, Miro Heiskanen 88, uh, Rasmus Dahlin 88, Quinn Hughes 87, Zach Wierenski 87, uh, Jacob Slavin 87, and Shea Theodore 87. Yeah, no... Uh, no issues with that, really, honestly. Uh, Romeo Yossi and Victor Hedman are easily two of the uh, better defensemen that have been playing uh, these last few seasons. And, yeah, I don't really have an issue with that at all. I think that's a very fair rating for all of those guys. And, finally, the right defensemen are the last topic of the show. So, top ten right defensemen. We've got Camel Carr. With a 94, Adam Fox with a 90, John Carlson 90, Charlie McAvoy 89, Alex Petrangelo 89, Aaron Eckblatt 89, Drew Dowdy uh, 89, Chris Latang 88, Dougie Hamilton 88, Moritz Sider 87. So with this f- list, I think Fox should be at least a 92. Carlson, I agree with the 90 rating. Camel Carr, obviously he's one of the best defensemen uh, that you can get. Uh, Charlie McAvoy. Uh, you know, he's a good 
good defenseman. I agree with the eighty-eight, the eighty-nine rating. Same with Petrangelo. Ekblad's been okay, but to be honest, Florida's defense is not something like scary. So I, I would think you know I would put Chris Letang, Dougie Hamilton, or even Moritz Sider and Drew Doughty over him. Uh, Doughty at eighty-nine, that's yeah, fair. I mean, he hasn't really done too much uh, these last few years, but. You know, Chris Letang had a very good season. Dougie Hamilton had an injury-filled season, unfortunately, but you know, still uh, good for him for getting for being the 88 overall. And yeah, so that pretty much wraps everything up. Uh, you know, there is not a lot more that I was uh, you know thinking of that off the top of my head. There's not a lot more that I can think of for any other news that's come out. So. That will uh, pretty much wrap everything up now. So thank you all for listening, and I hope you all have a fantastic day.